Hey everyone, and welcome to the Axe Playlist Podcast, where we break down barriers through themed playlists. I want to share, create, and discuss the perfect listens. Featuring myself, the Axe, and welcoming back, I would probably say she's one of my better halves. If you were to put my name and her name in a hat, and you had to draw it, you would want her name to come up. <laughs> the Anna! <laughs> you don't want me. Oh, if gosh. we're a pair, if we're the set, you want the Anna. Oh, whatever. And tonight, we are discussing the playlist that you made called Chilly Mornings Warm Blankets. Yeah, Chilly Mornings Warm Blankets. I like that. It's a yeah. really good title. Well, it's like now that we're in fall, it's like you get that really nice cold morning. The f- the like frosty grass. Yeah. yeah. And it's like you think for a minute like, oh, I just want to stay under the blanket for like 10 more minutes. Yeah. Like you just enjoy the warmth so much more. And you look forward to going to bed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that too. <laughs> I'm also really excited about bedtime in the fall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> the first song you have on here is Our House by Crosby, Stills, Nash & Young. Yeah, that's a super cute song. Um, it is. <laughs> it is. It's one of the songs that kicked off the playlist. Like, there are two songs that um, that I kind of had in mind when I started it. And I picked the one and then found the other. Okay. So, um, this is the one that I found. And I was like, this is perfect. It's a great way to kick it off, too. <laughs> this is the best thing ever. <laughs> I asked you when we were listening to it, I was like, why this song? And I, as I asked, the lyric, with two cats in the yard came <laughs> yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. That's actually perfect for you. Yeah, yeah. Because, like, um, what, like two or three weeks ago, these two kittens just randomly showed up. Well, the first one showed up in the middle of the night on a Thursday. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's a kitten. <laughs> She's precious <laughs> she is she's so cute her name is fern um great name. and uh and i'd been talking to my husband about possibly getting cats right i was like i want barn cats i want mouser cats i want outside cats yeah and he's like no cats that's great for your property too yeah he's like i don't want any cats no cats like mm-mm, no cats. cats and i'm like okay fine whatever i'll agree and we decided that maybe in like three years we would think about getting cats yeah well then this cat just showed up <laughs> Which then he accused me of witchcraft. I was like, I did nothing. Just out there catcalling until something shows up. Literally did nothing. I was asleep when this thing showed up. (laughs) She's precious. She was like hanging out on your porch. Yeah, yeah. She just showed up on the porch in the middle of the night. And Mm. I was like, oh my gosh, she's so cute. So I gave her a little can of tuna and she was eating it. And it was just so precious. Um, And then the next day on a Friday... I go outside and I'm like, oh, Fern, she's a cute little kitty, whatever. Like, you know, just talking to her, baby talking her, to her. And then all of a sudden, another kitten shows up. <laughs> yeah. I was like, Fern was the decoy. <laughs> like this picture you said, you're like, she was a scout. <laughs> yeah, she was, she was a scout. <laughs> she told the other kitten, this is a good one. You, uh, you can come out now. <laughs> this, is, this is safe and they'll give us food. Guys, the coast is clear. <laughs> So, uh, so this other cat just came out of the woodwork, basically. It's perfect. Yeah, and that one's Kirby. So we've got Fern and Kirby, and they play in our yard all day long. And they're precious um, little kittens. Yeah, and they're cute. I'm pretty sure they're from the same litter. Um, they and, look like it. Yeah, they do. Um, but yeah, so we've got two cats in the yard. <laughs> <laughs> and that lyric for our house. I also like that, too, though. Like, you live you live in your tiny house. Yeah. You downsize, you're minimalizing, you're, like, also... Mm-hmm 
self-sustaining. You've got your garden, mm-hmm. got chickens. Yeah. Like it, it has a very like homesteady vibe. Yes. It's <laughs> yeah. very like cabin on the hill. Mm-hmm. So it's very nice. So, and it's like a recent move. You've been there for like a year. Yeah. We've been there officially for a year in August. There you go. Yeah. yeah. So a year. And yeah. So it's like a perfect, like when I heard that, I was like, oh yeah, it's like fits. Yeah. Like you're nesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next song you've got is We're Going to Be Friends by the White Stripes. Yeah. Which, of course, like the first line is fall is here. <laughs> yes, it is. And it's like back to school time and making friends and being all warm and fuzzy. When I saw when when I saw Pearl Jam in Seattle, they played this. Oh, they did? The first night. Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, they played it and they had their daughters come that out. That sounded interesting. It was. It, it was. <laughs> I mean, he did his he Eddie's he did his best, but it was really it was good. And they the daughters brought their teachers out. And oh, like, that's cute. Yeah, and like he dedicated it to the teachers. Yeah, so it was really cute. <laughs> but every time I hear that song, I think about like I got into the White Stripes because of you, and then like I think the first time I heard it, I was like, this is what it was like for us to become friends. Yeah, I can tell that we are gonna be friends. I was like, ah, yes. Yeah, we met at school. We did. We met at school, and we loved we loved all of the things that had to do with school. We talked about Harry Potter, mm-hmm. Lego Harry Potter specifically. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. We played some Lego Harry Potter hardcore for sure. Years <laughs> one through four. Years five through seven weren't as fun. Years no, one through four. Those were really hard. They were, and like I don't know, they just they they changed the the design of the yeah. gameplay. It wasn't yeah. as fun. So there's a purity to one through four mm-hmm. and that we talked about a lot at, at great lengths yeah. when we were supposed to be in Dr. It was Dr. Jones's class. Yeah. I don't remember what I remember. What was it? It was like non-Western culture or was it Western culture? I think it was a Western culture class. I can't Lit- remember. Literature and Western culture because we had to read like. Shit. What did we have? to? I don't even remember. The only thing I remember reading in Jones's class was uh, the things they carried. Yeah, so that was the Western culture yeah. class. Yeah. yeah, that was the only thing I remember. I remember the that. things they carried, and then I remember reading um, uh, that one. I can't, I, no, I can't remember the name of it now, because it was the author that was from Akron, Ohio, and I can't remember the name of the book now. Oh, I can't even recall the book at all. I just remember it because in my paper, they always say you shouldn't end on a quote, and I ended on a quote. <laughs> I still got an A. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But I quoted from the book. I don't think Dr. Jones really cared about me. No, stuff. she didn't. <laughs> she was cool. She used to say, sugar her iced tea. Yeah, sugar her iced tea. Yeah, I liked her quite a bit. Yep. So, yeah. Whenever I hear this song, I always think of Napoleon Dynamite. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's a song they play in the, be- the opening credits. <laughs> I've never seen it. What? Yeah. Well, that doesn't surprise you. Oh uh, no, it doesn't because you're a douchebag. <laughs> I, I couldn't make it all the way through Superstar because I cringed oh, no. so much. God, I hated that you couldn't watch Superstar. That I made tried. me so mad. I know. I was, I was like, like I when can't. she falls asleep, I'm gonna beat her with a stick. I'm, I, I think I got beat by a pillow. Like I definitely. It's like I was like, how rude. I sit through stuff that you enjoy, <laughs> and you can't even. Like you, you laid down on the couch and you turned your back to the TV and then fell asleep. Yeah, I know. so it was like three strikes. You're out. <laughs> it was. I I was tired, and then I knew I could turn. Here's the thing: I can't do cringy comedies. I can't. Napoleon Dynamite is not a cringy comedy. Fuck you! It's a total cringy. No, you it's see not that cringy. guy? He's so cringy. It's not cringy. Like it's really, um, it's really like subtle. It's like Brad always calls it like West Coast humor. 
Um, because it, it <laughs> they it's do like, have their like, own. Yeah, like it's just like it's not situational comedy. I guess mm. it's just kind of like the way that they say the stuff that they're saying. Yeah, but they don't really get into like any awkward script. It's not like Meet the Parents where everything is like. See, no, that I can't hurting watch. the inside of my body. No, I can watch that. I, I can't watch that. I can't watch. Oh my like, god, it hurts so bad. 30. I get secondhand like embarrassment for everybody involved. I'm like that with forty year old virgin. Oh, see, yeah, like yeah, that's how I felt about Superstar too. I was like, I just can't. It's no, so, I love Superstar. It makes my love neck hurt because I just keep going. Oh no, yeah. no Napoleon oh, no. Dynamite is probably one of my top five movies. There might I come cannot a day. believe that it's never come up in conversation for us. It has. I think I just, I just assumed that you saw it and didn't want to confirm. I didn't. I think I just like try to act like I don't want to disappoint you by pretending. <laughs> I'm like, I'll let her carry the conversation and I'll agree a lot. <laughs> she doesn't need to know. I know. Man, it's a, like a lot of people end up not liking the things that I like. Well, it's not. I just like, I, I think it was no, quoted a lot. It's fine. It doesn't bother me. But it's just like, it's really eye opening to be <laughs> to be that guy <laughs> i have poor taste <laughs> no you have wonderful taste it's no so- i don't because nobody else likes it. <laughs> no there are a lot of people out there that like napoleon dynamite you're the weirdo when it comes to that i think i am a lot of people quoted it a lot yeah like i feel well, like i have seen the movie because you're a lot like Paige that way because if something gets too big she won't see it yeah that's a little bit me too. Yeah. yeah. I can be yeah. that like that. Like that's what her with Harry Potter. I think she only read up to the third book and then only watched the first movie because it got too big. And she was like, people are being really awful about this. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. No, she wasn't, she wasn't into all of the hype. She's like, you guys are being really ridiculous. All right. Yeah. I so can, I can't do that for the fantasy stuff. I yeah, can say. No, but you did it with Napoleon. Sure did. I can do it with comedies and scary movies. <laughs> you can be like, what the fuck are you guys wasting your time with this? <laughs> I'm going to get back on my stoop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to sit here and I'm going to judge you guys. Yeah. No, I, I recommend giving it a try. Okay. Because it's not as cringy as you think. It's actually really funny and kind of sweet. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I'll, whatever. I'll try it. <laughs> I'll try it. Um, the next song is Let's Be Still. By the head and the heart. This one is a song that I didn't know before I built the playlist. It's a good fit. It was like one where I was kind of like, I already had like a couple of songs on there and it was like either, I think it was on another playlist I was looking at because you know, when you're looking for these songs, it's like, all right, I'm going to look up other playlists that have this vibe. Yes. So I'm on Spotify and I'm looking it up like, you know, like fall acoustic, like all of these things that are like really soft and really nice. Yeah. And then that one came up and like, I, the way that I pick a new song like that is like, if I can get past like the first 30 seconds, yeah, then I'm like, okay, that's yeah. Cause if I listen to 30 seconds of a song, I can tell whether I'm like, no, <laughs> yes. And like, before I knew it, I was like a whole minute into the song and I was like, oh, this is actually really nice. <laughs> yeah. That's like, when I heard it, I was like, dude, this, it, I can smell coffee. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like holding coffee. Yeah. I can smell That's it. That's the thing is it was like, yeah, it was also inspired by like, you know, it's fall mm-hmm. in like coffee shop. You worked at a coffee shop. Yeah. Yep. I worked at Starbucks. So how did that, <laughs> is it, has it been like re-romanticized or are we still not over the people that had psychosomatic reactions to bleach? <laughs> I really enjoyed that job. It was, um, yeah. You learned, a, I've learned how to drink coffee because, and some beers because you worked that job. Well, yeah, we had to do flavor pairings when we were being trained. Oh. 
Um, okay. Yeah, we did like during training, we actually did like a like this is how you upsell a pastry with a coffee by doing like flavor pairings kind of thing. Okay. Um. So we did that, and that was actually really fun. I enjoyed that part. Um, I enjoyed that part too because of what you taught me. <laughs> yeah, but it do, it really adds to the whole experience, and like you know, for to keep myself from turning into a whole coffee douchebag. Um. But <laughs> I, <laughs> I did. I really enjoyed that job. Um. And it was fun. Like you, you were moving a lot. You were talking to everybody. And I don't creative. really, I don't really like either of those things. <laughs> <laughs> Neither. But anymore. for some reason, I really enjoyed that job. It was just a, it was a really cool place. What, like, I think two unlived experiences for me would be Starbucks and like either half price books or Barnes and Noble. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I've always wanted to work in a bookstore and never got the chance. Same. I remember taking a, like a memoir writing class mm-hmm. and um, like for a creative credit and they had somebody come in and she talked about how she worked at like chapters or oh, okay. one of those. And she, and I was like, did you love it? And she was like, it's retail. <laughs> oh, and I was like, <laughs> Well, yeah, yeah. I guess it's like I would like to own an independent bookstore, right? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I was just, I was so excited to hear about like what it felt like to stock the books, and yeah, your whole day is just carrying books, yeah. And like when you're interacting with books, you feel a little bit smarter, yeah. Like you're holding history, smarter by proxy, <laughs> yes. And so I was like really excited to hear that from her, and she was like, "It's retail." It's like. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and it probably feels that way when you're working at, like, Barnes & Noble or something. I would think. Did you see the Barnes & Noble is now an oldie? Yeah. I cried. Yeah. I cried. Like, guess who told me about that? (laughs) The town crier! (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, but I did, I, like, I kind of got upset because then there's no bookstore in this area. None. I know. And At least not that I know of. There isn't, and I wanted to move to that town because I was like, there's going to be a Starbucks and a Barnes & Noble. Like, I'll be in a, in a Target. Like, I'll be living life. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll be living the basic big dream. I like. will. It's going to be great. And then they turned it into like, an I'm going to be getting in the car, looking in the rearview mirror, going, you're basic. <laughs> <laughs> you're basic. And it would be a thrill to drive across the street from Target to Barnes & Noble to yeah. Starbucks. Mm-hmm. Or they got a Starbucks inside that Barnes & Noble, too. So they I could go. A Starbu- they have a Starbucks outside of that Barnes & Noble, inside of that Barnes & Noble, and inside of the Target across the street. I know. So I could have just bounced <laughs> you around. You gotten three Starbucks in it. <laughs> In a round trip. And <laughs> oh then not gosh. slept for four days. You would have been psychotic. <laughs> yeah. And then they closed it and turned it into a little grocery store. Yeah, yeah. They turned it into an Aldi. Cried. But this song, I think it, it speaks to that part of you that's like, I need to be inside of that, like quiet, busy, you know? Yeah, yeah. Like, there's stuff going on, but you don't necessarily have to be a part of it. Like, you can just kind of observe and And sit back and, like, just enjoy what's going on around you. And enjoy the smell of that place. Oh, yeah. I love the smell of that place. Mm -hmm. So it just, I don't know, when we were listening to it, I was like, dude, this this smells like coffee. Yeah. And then you follow that with uh, Kiss Me by Sixpence and None the Richer. Yeah, and we talked about this one because it, it does kind of stick out a little bit. Yeah. Like, because when yeah. I initially put it on there, I was thinking about it, and I was like, this is definitely a springtime song. But I was like, it's just soft enough and just gives me enough warm and fuzzies on the inside to where <laughs> it works. Remember when we did the play? It was, it's been 10 years ago now, but the Hey Girl. Oh. Hey Girl. <laughs> We did the Hey Girl playlist, and it was if Ryan Gosling was going to yeah, make you a playlist. Those Ryan Gosling memes? He's yes. like, hey girl, this sweater's made of boyfriend material. Yes. 
<laughs> you made me a playlist, and I think this was on it, and it was like the Cranberries. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. then we did like a Hey Girl, I'm Dave, and we did the Dave Girl version. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was great. But like when I heard that on here, I was like, yes, it's still alive. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. But it fits, too, because I told you, it's like the Indian summer vibe. Yeah, of yeah. the Ohio it's fall. like you get like one last hot day. You do. And, you know, you go and like sit out on the grass and just enjoy being outside for the last warm night of the of the year of the season yeah Yeah. and then and then it all changes even though you're a little bit pissed because you like you know you want to wear your sweater yeah right (laughs) it's like i wore my sweater anyway (laughs) i'm just sweating sweating. (laughs) yes (laughs) i remember when this so like it came out in the 90s and then it was like a big like she's all that i think is what really made it yeah, a big deal. I think that kind of brought it to the mainstream, maybe. I don't know. I was really young, so. I remember my mom hating it. <laughs> Your mom hates everything. She's a, such a hater. She doesn't like anything that exposes any kind of, like, warm feelings. <laughs> I mean, that is correct. <laughs> She's like, I'll watch an action movie. Yes. I'll watch a mob film. Like. Yes. <laughs> a Few Good Men. I cannot get yeah. Ben to watch that with me. Yeah. I watch it every I watch year. All Quiet on the Western Front, but I will not watch a rom-com. <laughs> And then every time she'd hear it, she'd go, kiss me. And my mom would be like, nobody wants to kiss you. <laughs> It'd just be like, are you saying that to them or yourself? <laughs> like, you're so desperate. <laughs> yeah. She definitely did not go with the touchy-feely vibes. No. No. Like, there were a handful of rom-coms that she liked, but none of them starred Freddie Prince Jr. <laughs> no, no. They were all Julia Roberts. <laughs> they were all Julia Roberts. My mom had a soft spot for that lady. Yeah, yeah. As everyone should. <laughs> yes. Agreed. She's a beautiful woman. Yeah, she is. But yeah, so Kiss Me, I really, I like that it was on here. I remember when I looked at it before, like, listening to it, I was like, this one kind of stands out. But then th- later on, there was a second one that I thought was going to, and it didn't. It, it all kind of fits. It's, like, nestled in really nicely. Yeah, yeah. And it just it just felt too good to leave it off. You need to include it. It's gentle. Yeah. Right? It's, like, it's breezy. It, it feels so nice. <laughs> yes. It's very breezy. Like, it that fits. Was the, that was, like... Any songs that kind of made my insides feel like I can look out a cold, like, I can look out the window on a cold day and just still feel like, oh, this is nice. Yeah, like, I'm good. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, this is like the, you get to wear wool socks and no pants. Yeah. That's that song. Mm-hmm. That's perfect. And you follow that with Fast Car by Tracy Chapman. Yeah. This song's just good. Yes. It's just fucking good. Yes. Like, it ticks all the boxes. It's got that lady jam that I love. Yep. Like, I love chick bands. You do. Women's music. Like, I appreciate that you do. Everything I do is so chick heavy. It is, no, but it, it's good that it is because without that influence, I don't think I would give female bands any 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 chance. Like, yeah. I'm very, I'm, I'm kind of dude heavy in my listens. Yeah. But what I like about Tracy Chapman, I kind of mentioned this earlier, it's like, I never identified a lot with, like, some of the teeny boppy Mm-hmm. You know, and she's just a woman. Yeah. Singing about life. Yeah. And she doesn't come up acting like, oh, well, I'm trying to be pretty or I'm trying to be something. She's like, I came up as me singing a song that's like mine. And, and it's not like gentle. She talks no, about it's it's complicated and it's bittersweet. And, yeah. you know, like the reason she falls in love with this person is because of the way that she grew up. Yeah. 
And then you touched on this a little bit. It's like the lack of ambition. Well, yeah. It's like, you know, she starts out like, oh, I'm so in love with this dude because he's got this fast car. <laughs> and it's just like, you know, like we're we're driving around and I feel so good and free. Like, yes. it's amazing. And it's like you're kind of riding the high of being with somebody that likes to do fun stuff. Reckless. When you're young and excited. But right. then as you get older, you're kind of like we need to settle down. Where's your ambition? What are we going to do for food? Like at some point they're living in a shelter. Like, you know, yeah. it's kind of like, okay, I'm a little older and now we need to get our shit together. Are you coming with me or not? Yes. It yeah. is like cyclical too, because she talks about how she always had to work to take care of her dad. Yeah. And then she's taking care of this man. Yeah. So, yeah. And I like that it, the music is gentle. Yeah. And the way that she sings is also very gentle. Mm -hmm. So it's like it. Well, kinda... and it's like you see, like, it's it's like kind of a relationship falling apart, but there's no bitterness about it. Right. It's just facts. It's just kind of like, well, this is what happened. It's facts, not feelings. Yeah. She's just telling you a story. Yeah. And I like that. And I it's she's a woman, right? Mm -hmm. She's not a little girl. Yeah. Singing about little girl things. Yeah. No, she's <laughs> like, I've had experiences. Okay? Yes. And like, I don't know. It just to like give that context for people that don't listen to Tracy Chapman. Like I've heard Eric Clapton cover her and then welcome her onto the stage. Like I'm singing one of her songs and she's here with me tonight. So there's that. Like, she's a powerhouse of a musician. Mm -hmm. I don't think that she's celebrated enough. No, I don't think so either. I don't. Like, that's, she's a bucket list watch, I think. I yeah. would really like, she, in like, just, she's jazzy, bluesy. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I love yeah. it. I love it. And, and the whole song is just very gentle while she tells you the story mm -hmm. of the relationship. So, yeah, it's very good stuff. And the next one is Heart Attack by Wild Rivers. Yeah, this one's a, a more simple song, but I really liked the feel of it. Like, the the guitar is nice. I like the duet. Like It's cute. It's just really sweet. I like the lyric where he says, it starts with, would it kill you for some peace of mind? And then he says something else. And then he says, good gracious, you're a heart attack. Yeah. I love that. Yeah. It's, it's simple, but it's cute. Mm -hmm. I like it a lot. Yeah, and it's kind of like seeing somebody that makes you catch your breath. Yeah. yeah. And that part of you that's like, you can still do that. Yeah. No matter at what stage of life you're in, you can still be kind of like carried away. Yeah. And it's like, oh, like you still surprise me. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. It's being like content in your relationship. Right. Yeah. Like I. Yeah. Because the honeymoon phase isn't just like one time. Yeah. It's over and over again. Yeah. I mean, you know, like the hills and valleys of your of a relationship. It you know, it's never just static no it, it goes all over the place <laughs> yes and like i don't when i hear simple songs like that where it's just these two people singing about being in love with each other it's like i don't know it reminds me of my relationship and how happy i am in it and you know what i mean yeah and like you're the only other person that i know that's as happily married as i am <laughs> so i always like really everybody like, else is fucking miserable they are <laughs> I like hearing your stories because you guys really crack me up. The two of you are so funny. Yeah. I mean, we genuinely enjoy each other's company. Like yeah. there's, there isn't really, and this is going to sound so like really dumb and just cheesy, but it's like, there really isn't a time where I'm like, go away. Right. No. <laughs> like, get away from me. I mean, you know, I'm kind of exaggerating a little bit because everybody has those moments where they're like, I just need alone time, but right. it's never like. Leave me. Yeah, it's never like I want to be away from you. It's like I just need to be alone for a second. Like I need a minute. Yeah. There's a difference between I need a minute and I want you to leave. Yeah. Like I need you to be away from me and like, <laughs> no, I just need a quiet moment for myself. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's a loud. That's actually a very healthy thing. Yeah. <laughs> it's a loud. 
But yeah, yeah like this, I, songs like this are always just very touching because it's not, it's, it's, they're not overdone. Yeah. But they do, they do speak to like this, the chemistry between two people. Yeah. And I feel like it, sometimes the simplicity of songs kind of let them be a little underrated because everybody's looking for like something that they can be about. You know, yeah. like they're just like, this is a cool song and it means this and blah, 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 and all this other stuff. Like how we were talking about Vescar just a minute ago. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But it's like, there are also really just sweet, simple songs out there that just say a lot by not saying a whole a lot. lot at all. <laughs> like the biggest fight I think I ever got into as far as music was concerned was somebody said that Tom Petty was simple. And that, and, but he said it in a way that was like, it's just not worth my time. And I was like, you need checked, buddy. <laughs> Like, hard. Because, yeah. like, as far as I can tell, you're the most simplest bitch I've ever met. Yeah. Also, I think you learned how to play, like, three Tom Petty songs because I like Tom Petty. Yeah. So. You know who you are. <laughs> you do know who you are. My eyebrows are up at you. Don't you ever come at Tom <laughs> Petty. They are in my hairline. <laughs> they are. Do not ever come at Tom Petty with that shit. And, yeah. like, you know what? You don't need to overcomplicate something. No, you don't. Typically, if you're overcomplicating something, you're just trying to make yourself feel good. Right. Like, like there's poetry. It's like, just chill out. Like, it, you don't, I mean, poetry is, by, I think, by definite, I mean, if you don't go through the romanticism period, <laughs> if you stay away from epic poetry and the romantics. <laughs> Poetry is typically really simple too. Yeah. You know, you don't yeah. need all of the shit. Yeah. As long as you get your get everything kind of lined up the way you're supposed to, your yeah. point can be made quickly. Yeah. And efficiently. <laughs> all about the efficiency. <laughs> it's a different conversation. Yeah. <laughs> and then you follow that with the the long way home by Nora Jones. Oh, I love Nora Jones. I love that you and your husband love Nora Jones together. That's adorable. Yeah, like we used to go four wheeling a lot, and he would play Nora Jones in the car. <laughs> it was like it was a huge contradiction. <laughs> like. This big burly man, bearded, yeah, covered in you know like just the outside. Yeah, yeah, like we're we're head to toe in mud in like his Ford Explorer, like just crawling through the woods, just listening to Nora Jones. I think that's beautiful. <laughs> but it surprised I mean, me to learn. He is in love with her. Right. Like, I liked her before, like, Brad and I got together, but he was, like, in love with her when we first met. <laughs> I was like, you had to should I be jealous? <laughs> you had to develop a deeper love. <laughs> yeah, I did. For Nora. <laughs> but he did. He listened to her and Adele, like, all the time. Yeah, Ben really likes funny. Adele. <laughs> ben really likes Adele a lot. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. have strong opinions about Nora Jones, but I think it's because she's not commercial commercialized enough yeah, yeah yeah but he he loves a woman that can sing yep so there's that i can't <laughs> <laughs> he also loves lady gaga yeah yeah <laughs> but who doesn't yeah i don't know anybody right nobody if you if somebody tried to come at me and say that they didn't like lady gaga i would be like you're impotent <laughs> I mean, there's gotta be at least one song that they don't like. There could no, be like, no, like one that they like. Oh, like yeah. even if they were like, I don't like most of like there's at least one. There's at least one. Yeah. Like if you listen if if anybody tried to be like that about her, it would be like, okay, but listen to what is it, Jolene? Is that the name of the album? Uh Joanne. Joanne. Yeah. Listen to that album. Yeah. And then and then talk to me. And if you still can't find something, okay, <laughs> here's her singing with Tony Bennett. Yeah, seriously though. <laughs> yeah. She does a lot of good stuff. But, but yeah. yeah, this Nora Jones song, it was between this one and Lone Star. I'm I, glad you went with this one. I love Lone Star, but I don't, this one just felt better. It fits this vibe. Yeah. And I like the, I really like the bass. And I, every, like every time I listen to it, I think about your drive home. 
Oh, yeah. Because it is a long way home. <laughs> it is. It's about an hour and a half. <laughs> but One it's, way. But it's such a beautiful drive that it never really feels like it takes that long. Right? Yeah. And... It's not highway. No, it's not highway. Like, it's all just, like, state routes and back roads. Yeah. Like, it's, you know, just, it's it's an easy drive, even though it's long. And once you get into, like, your town, it's really pretty. Mm-hmm. Like, the yeah, view. It's, like, rolling hills and farms and stuff like that. Wide open spaces. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. It's very nice. So, this one fits, for sure. Especially because, like, <clears throat> you think about going on a drive like that and seeing the leaves. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it, oh man, it looks amazing out there right now. I believe it. Like, there are just bursts <laughs> of color everywhere. We went for a walk yesterday Um, in, like, we have, like, a little state park by us, and we went for a walk on that, and I, when we were walking through it, I was like, you know, Anna gets a view like this literally every day. Yeah. Except for without people. Yeah. <laughs> and it, 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 like, it's, I don't know, for somebody that lived somewhere that I hated for so long, yeah. like, this is nice. To like the best feeling of your day to be in like just driving on your own street. It's a reward. Yeah. It's great. And like not having to see a bunch of people. Yeah. Like, I mean, our street is literally lined with trees. Mm-hmm. Turned down our driveway, lined with trees. And it's just gorgeous. Your whole property? Lined with trees. Lined with trees. <laughs> like you get a lot of green. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of green, but around this time of year, it's so many beautiful browns and reds and yellows. And yeah. I'm interested. To to hear about the winter, because I feel like when that all drops, it's this whole other, like, Narnia feel. Yeah, well, I showed you the pictures from the ice storm. That was February, really cool. didn't I? That was crazy. Yeah, and it sounded like oh, you were. Oh, my goodness. It was, like, it, it was like trickling diamonds everywhere, because yeah. all of this ice was just, like, falling off, and, like, it was, it was crazy cool. So I feel like this playlist is kind of like a love letter to... The beautiful trees of fall. <laughs> yeah. Surrounding your home. Yeah. Yeah. It's perfect. Yeah. It's a good visual. And then you follow that with uh, Shelter from the Storm by Bob Dylan. Oh, yeah. Yep. I like that one. It's great. <laughs> it's, it's like, uh, I don't know. Like, I don't listen to Bob Dylan on the regular. But Same. every now and then I hear a song where I'm just like, oh, man, that's just, that's lovely. Gets you in the feels. Yeah. He's good about getting you, like, when he when there's like a point he wants to make about you know like you need to appreciate this or mm-hmm. look at life like this or whatever yeah. i mean he's he's also kind of poetry in motion i think yeah yeah i think so so even though he's like you know pa 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 yeah even though he can be overrated at times there are a lot of songs out there where it's just like okay you deserve it a little bit <laughs> he does dude he <laughs> more does. than more than a little bit but yeah it's like every now and then i'll hear one and i'm just like oh dang that's good that is good mm-hmm. and then you know like again back to like the love letter to your house yeah it also provides you shelter from the storm yeah <laughs> it is like it's it's a nice warm pleasant place it is like it's not somewhere where it's just like oh i'm hunkering down for the night you know it's like yeah this is a this is a nice place to stay. because like where i currently live i don't every time somebody knocks on my door rings the doorbell i immediately like my back gets tight because yeah. i'm like what do you want from me yeah go away you crazy neighbor Mm-hmm. who needs to go away. Yeah, I mean, we lived in the middle of the city where it was Ugh. like, you know, junkies were knocking on our door like, I'll mow your grass for money. And it's just <laughs> like, I know what you're going to spend it on, so no thanks. Please go away. Yeah, and it's just like, I wouldn't answer the door. Like, if, yeah. if somebody was coming over, they were letting me know. Like, yes, I wasn't just opening the door for people that were knocking. Like, you can 
you can leave. And oh. if you don't have my number to call and let me know that you're coming over, then you don't need to be here. <laughs> exactly. No, like the a uh, couple weeks ago, it was homecoming night. Oh, out here. So it was pretty busy. Um, they somebody knocked on our door, and I we were like making dinner and watching something, and I was like, "There's nobody that we need, you know, like there's nobody that we need to be answering that door for." Yeah, and he goes and he answers the door. And of course. <laughs> It's the neighbor kid's girlfriend asking if we know how to tie a tie. Oh. Yeah. And the parents. That's kind of precious. It was. Like, the parents were all, like, seven different kinds of fucked up. Like, just. Yeah. yeah. Hey, man, do you know how to, you know. And, and like, at first Ben was like, no, sorry, I have a zip-up tie. <laughs> and then he shut the door and I was like, honey, we can pull up a YouTube video and help him out. So, like, we went outside and I was like, I think I can figure it out. And me and that girl pulled up a couple different YouTube videos yeah. and figured out, and this is the same kid that, like, vandalized my car when I first moved in. Oh. I know. <laughs> no. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I have filed a police report against this family, but I've tied his tie for homecoming. Yeah. And, you know, and Ben was like, yeah, you know, like, we helped him out, right? Like, maybe that's, like, the good thing, that good interaction that that kid needs, you know? Yeah. And I was like, I mean, hopefully, because what the fuck's wrong with his parents? They were both there. Yeah, yeah. Like, but, I mean, at least it, like, it puts a face to you guys. It so does. So that way, if they come around and think they're going to do something, they'll actually think about you. Yeah. As a person. As a person. Yeah. Like, I stopped doing what I was doing, which was, like, also some homework. Yeah, that's what I was, like, watching a documentary for school, too. So it was, like... I'm doing homework, preparing, you know, for my future. Yeah. And then you come over like, it's homecoming and my dad hates me. Yeah. It's <laughs> just like, hey, I haven't been taught anything. Can <laughs> you help, help me? me? And it was like, yeah, sure. No problem. Like, yeah. I mean, think about how you got to feel when you got to knock on a stranger's house to help you with something that your dad should have taught you. That's exactly what I was thinking. You yeah. know, like when he was like, I can give them my zip up. I was like, dude, we're not that we're, no, let's pull <laughs> yeah. up the fucking YouTube. We are yeah. in our thirties. <laughs> Lucky you, you had a dad, but <laughs> your dad taught you how to work around the, yeah. work around it. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, but we like we figured it out together, and you know they went off and had a good time, and I was just yeah. like, what time do you have to leave? And it was like fifteen minutes, and I was like, we're gonna figure it out in fifteen minutes. Yeah, yeah, for sure. <laughs> this poor kid. Aww. I know, That's but yeah, precious. and then you follow that with. First day of my life by Bright Eyes. <laughs> I'm sorry. When I think about like who I was when I first heard this song, <laughs> I was doing the same thing. I was like, I remember Bright Eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I remember when I was a dick. <laughs> yeah. Remember when you just wanted to be heard. Yeah. Valued. Remember when you felt so misunderstood. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. When you thought your diary was like the most oh, that needed to be God. published. Dude. So no. reflective. I read part of my diary <laughs> around this time. Oh, no. Never read it. Yeah. Never read no, it. No, I did. <laughs> You'll never know. It's rough. You don't want to know that you're not the genius you thought you were. <laughs> Dude, I never thought I was a genius because all I was writing was, I'm never going to get a boyfriend. <laughs> like, that was literally, like, page after page after page was just me being miserable about not boyfriend mine was like why doesn't he love me back yeah you know or like i don't, I don't why can't he love me for my mind <laughs> <laughs> because you got like triple d's in fourth grade <laughs> I, know. Yeah. I try to tape them down i don't know yeah people see that and they think that you're gonna do something with it and when you don't they get really disappointed in you really quickly yeah yeah really quickly just like just because i own the tool doesn't mean i gotta use it <laughs> that's exactly correct <laughs> Yeah, Bright Eyes is, is kind of like a journal entry. Um, yeah, it is, but it's like, 
I don't know. I feel like aside from all of the really melodramatic Bright Eyes songs there are, like this one's just really adorable. It is. Like, it's just, I I always think about this as being like a wedding song that somebody would listen to when they're walking down the aisle. Aww. Like, it's just so cute. Yes. Yeah. Like, I like you that. Think, like, you know, like an, an ex-emo couple that decides to get married in their 30s. <laughs> <laughs> In their chucks. <laughs> yeah, like they, like they some would do that. <laughs> some shit like that. <laughs> you know. I like that. Or like, you know, it's like, I don't, it's one of those like, if you've been to like a punk festival, you know, you can hope to catch that. Yeah. Right? Or yeah. something. Or like, the boy that made you the mix. Yeah. You yeah. know? Or like, you know, in my, I had a couple, I have had a couple of mixes made for me by boys, but they didn't ever have anything soft. Yeah. Like I had a metal mix. <laughs> and, he, and he titled it songs you can't play for your mom <laughs> and then i have a ramones mix and i think that one was titled songs you need to hear oh my god <laughs> so like i never had this like tender like yeah you know and that's what you want though you want somebody yeah. to be vulnerable yeah you want someone to be sweet to you yeah they're all just trying to be cool <laughs> right and then they get mad at you because you're not cool yeah yeah instead of this one they'll they'll play you i, I want to love her i don't have to love <laughs> <laughs> yeah <laughs> but this one's sweet and like one of my favorite lines in the song is he says like I'd rather be working for a paycheck than waiting to win the lottery yeah and it's like you know a lot of people think like your relationship's just gonna work like yeah. I, I won I won marriage right <laughs> or like you know I won relationships and it's like you don't you don't ever just win no like you're you're always like every day you're you're doing something for it you're working together yeah yeah and that's how relationships work yeah they take work yeah and it's like it's one of those lines where you sit there and you think and it's just like well like i want to be somebody's lottery like i don't want to be their paycheck like uh but then when you think about it it's just like you know i kind of want to be the paycheck yeah yeah and then of course you think about all the stories about people that win the lottery and then everything goes nuts they and, squander and they it. end up going broke and being miserable anyway yeah and it's just like oh okay. <laughs> yeah so I would rather be the steady income yeah than like yeah. the spree spending I would, yeah I would rather be I would rather be something steady that I can have for a long time rather than just one big spurt of something exciting I like that yeah and I'm glad that it was a bright eye song and not like death cab for cutie <laughs> yeah, I would never do that to you <laughs> I couldn't stay awake long enough to put a death cab song on here <laughs> <laughs> not that they're not great. No. Not that they're not wonderful. <laughs> they're just no. I have a. I have tried to listen to Death Cab and I fall asleep every single time. My no Dashboard Confessional. That's the other band too. Yeah. No. Steph. Steph and I. She. She really likes. I think she likes Dashboard, or at least we have a running joke about it. Yeah. And I told her like if you wanted to rename them, like if you wanted to put them on a mix to get me to listen to them, and you named it like Death to Kittens or something, I'd throw it in <laughs> to see what it was, and then I'd hear. <laughs> That fucking, like, Spider-Man song, whatever yeah. that fucking song is. And I'd be like, no! So now every time she hears one of those, she's like, oh, Death to Kittens is playing. <laughs> and it's always, oh, like, man. it's like a combination of Dashboard Confessional and Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, gross. Yeah, and, no. like, that one song, I'll Follow You Into the Dark. Yeah. Nope, I hate that. It, right? It, their music is literally, like, taking a Tylenol PM. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. Like, I, just, I know like a handful. You know what? Sometimes you need one, but that's true. not all the time. <laughs> not all the time. Like, you know, some, sometimes you want to light your aromatherapy candles, <laughs> throw on some death cab and take a night night. Yeah. <laughs> like, yep. That's what it is. Sometimes you want to just go the fuck to sleep. 
<laughs> That's what you listen to when you need to go the fuck to sleep. Mm-hmm. But Bright Eyes, I do. I think like there's they're also on that uh, the Garden State soundtrack as well. Oh, don't say that. Oh, oh I'm that sorry. Just makes me feel like a big douche. Did I ruin that for you? That you bit. and Zach Braff like the same band. <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me, I cough up my hairball. <laughs> Ugh. You gotta go. Gotta go. Rinse your mouth out. That was yeah. a bad taste. Ugh. But I kind of knew it was gonna be one of those songs when I put it on here, and I didn't care. Yeah, it's like it's not a Bell and Sebastian song. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> so you know what I mean. Like you did, you did good there, pal. <laughs> you follow that up with Caroline. Yeah, Caroline by Coulter Wall and Bell Plain. Yeah, that one. It's a. It's a. I think it's a death song. <laughs> yes. Nope. I love it, though, because yeah. he says, the grave in the garden won't be satisfied until your name is next to mine. Yeah. Yeah. I and don't. That's just really, I don't like, it's morbidly sweet. It is. I mean, like, when I heard, I, I'm comforted by morbidly sweet, I think. Yeah. Like, I have to go to the cemetery a lot. So. Yeah. Yeah. When you got a lot of dead people, morbidly sweet is pretty much all you got. <laughs> I, I mean, right? That's what yeah. it is for me. So when I heard it, I was like, oh, fuck, that's cute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And I love his voice. Yes. Oh, man. Yes. When I was, like, looking at the play, because the thing about, like, Spotify and not a mix is you see the list. Mm-hmm. And if it's a mix, you cannot see the list. Right. So I saw it, and I was like, this is going to be interesting, because I thought, sweet, Caroline. <laughs> and I was like, maybe it's a cover? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> and then when I heard this, I was like, this is actually very nice. Mm-hmm. Soothing and, like, they understand something that not a lot of people do. Yeah. And that shows in their choice of lyric mm-hmm. and all of that. So I do, I did appreciate that listen yeah. quite a bit. That one got a heart like right away. <laughs> it's like, and more of that, yeah, please. I have a heart on that one for me too. <laughs> <laughs> the next time Spotify is like recommended for you, it's going to be inspired by that song. <laughs> it's very nice though. And I like, I don't know. I think there, there's something to be said too about like, you know, the fall is kind of like the end of something. Yeah. So that ties into that theme. Mm-hmm. It's very nice. And you follow that with Hold You Dear by the Secret Sisters. Yeah. This one is kind of a bummer, but it's almost like a sweet bummer. Yeah. Like, you know, it's almost like, I don't know. Like when I first listened to it, I thought about, you know, like two friends who have been together for a long time and like one of them is probably getting ready to like pass away or, you know, something like that. And it's just like, or like they're going through something serious. Yes. And it's just like, you know, but it's okay. Cause I'm, I'm going to be here. Right. It's yeah. the consistency of friendship. Yeah. Yeah. And it's yeah. just like, you know, even, even at the end or even in like our bad moments, like I'm still going to be here. That's going to make me cry, mm-hmm. you fucker. I know. When I, when I heard it, the first time I heard it, I, I cried. Yeah. Like, I was just like, oh, shit. Like, and I thought about a bunch of different mixes that I could possibly, like, slip it in on. This is a Because I one. was like, I need to have it somewhere. Yeah. And I, I think it, it fits pretty good with this. Yeah, it does. And they're, I, they're just two women. Yeah. And At least that's the way that I heard it. I don't know how everybody else would listen to it, but that's that's kind of how I thought. It fits for me, too, that way. I yeah, mean, because you know. it, it feels more like a friendship than, like, a, a romantic love. Right. Yeah. yeah. And there is, when you have a female friendship that works, right, where yeah. it's not, there isn't, like, competition and there isn't, like, jealousy or... Yeah. You know, like there's a like female relationships are complicated. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and when you have one that's just kind of like a natural fit to what 
you know? Yeah. It's like putting on shoes, you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's it's one of those and like yeah, it's like just knowing that there is this, you know, you're always going to be in the background. I'm always going to be in your background. Like yeah. I can I will always always be your background noise. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like it's kind of like a a sad but dependable feeling. Right. Like that comes from from this song. It's yeah. And I think that they do a good job of I like kind of highlighting the depths of like the there's a layer to yeah kind of like a female friendship mm-hmm. so I think like dudes kind of fall short of each other sometimes yeah yeah I think like there's an emotional level that they just don't reach all the time right um and I mean they don't necessarily have to if they don't feel that need but you know it's like you're missing out on a layer of yeah. your friendship because it's like there's you you share your joy and you share your pain and mm-hmm. you share you know your growth yeah all of that we've been friends for like. 10. I think it's been 10. A decade? Yeah, fuck, that's weird. <laughs> oh, God, I'm old. <laughs> it is 10. It is because my 25th birthday, we went on a road trip to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Mm-hmm. That was our first road trip. Yeah. 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 So it has been 10 years. <laughs> <laughs> so old. Gross. <laughs> that's so gross. But no, I like that. And I like that I like that the way that they're singing to each other is like, you know, it's not just like I'll hold you dear like you are the dear, but it's yeah. like I hold you dear. Yeah, like I got you and yeah. you're you're my person. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, you would know that. How many funerals have you had to come to? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> and then you, you follow that up very nicely with Landslide by Fleetwood Mac. Yeah, dude. Mm. Oh. Love that song. It's great. Yeah. She's great. Yeah, we saw them. That was one another one of our. We did that. I think that was our first concert that we went to together. It was. Yeah, it was. Yeah, and like we left school and went up there. Yeah, because it was in Columbus. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. The and we we got we were trying to find our seats and he gave us he promoted us to like club level for Upgrade. free. Upgrade. Yeah. Yeah. That was nice. Yeah. <laughs> so then we got to sit like in the us middle and of a the lot of old people. <laughs> And we didn't have to, like, stand up or anything. We just had to sit there and, like, enjoy. And yeah. then Lindsey Buckingham's fucking face. Yeah. Yep. His, like, O face. Yeah. Really Whenever intense. I think about that concert, all I think about is those red shoes. Yeah. Mick Fleetwood's red shoes. Yeah. He had really great red shoes. Those were the shit. They were. And I just, like, Stevie Nicks changed her shawls a lot. Oh, yeah. She had to be billowy. Yeah. And then her and Lindsay Buckingham kind of fighting, but not fighting. Yeah. Still working through their shit. You know. Takes time. Several (laughs) decades later. (laughs) Those hurts cut deep. They did. What I liked, I watched, like, the documentary about them recording rumors, and they said that's when they were all, like, cheating on each other with each other, Mm -hmm. and their producer... I'm not gonna say his, his uh, I'm not gonna say his name right, so I'm not even gonna try. Um, it, I can't get his last name. It's like Jimmy I I whatever. Um, he did a lot of Tom Petty records. He did. He was everybody's like third album producer, and he came in and he was like, "Okay, cool. I'm gonna put you here, you here, you here, you here." And he basically lined them up in a circle so they had to sing in each other's faces. <laughs> yeah. and, and they were like. That's actually like that sucks. Yeah, they were like, "This is this is not good for our mental health." And he's like, "It's gonna sell some records." <laughs> yeah, I'm like, they asked him about it, and he was like, "What? There was a lot of passion there. Yeah. If you actually made them face each other, it came to life." <laughs> yeah, but yeah, no, I really like landslide, and like I, I told you when we were listening to it, I was like, "I'm glad that you put this version on." Because the Dixie Chicks, well, now they're just the Chicks, but their version is really pretty, too. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think either of them would have worked here, but I wanted kind of like, I don't know. I like her raspy sound. God, right. Um, Like, it just, it feels more raw coming from her. Whereas, like, the yeah. cover with the chicks sounds just a little manufactured. It does. Um, and I mean, you know, of course, it's like, it's more polished than this because it's newer with newer equipment and all that other stuff. But, yeah. you know, like, the, the unpolished feel of it is important. She's raw yeah. when she sings this. Yep. And I think she also, it's it comes back to, like, I like a, a woman singer, not a not just like a female singer. Yeah, yeah. I don't want some, you know, like some twenty something popper. Yeah. Like <laughs> Christina Aguilera cannot sing this song. No, no. Way. I mean, like this isn't something you're gonna hear from like uh, who's singing now. I don't know. I don't know. Katy Perry, she's still around. <laughs> I think she is. That's I don't know. dating me. You know, like, 10 years old. Like, I don't know any Ariana Grande. now, but there's a reason for that because it's like, it's not my feel anymore. You grew up. Like, yeah. No, but what I like about you is every time I'm like, you know, I really just want like a strong, powerful female sound. You're like, listen to this song by Patti Smith. Yeah. You know, yeah. like listen to this song by, you know, because I'm like, oh, you know, like the, my hardest sounding female is like Joan Jett. And then you were like, oh, well, if that's what you try, Joni Mitchell, because she has a whole fucking range. Yeah. Like we did that. She does. Yeah. Like in her younger stuff, she starts out like so high pitched and flighty and everything. Like even with the way that she does her notes and stuff, she's all over the place. Like a little butterfly. Yeah. And then like as she gets older and her voice changes, like she becomes like this weather worn like woman. Woman, yes. You can hear her, like her voice sounds like it's just coming from the hollow of her chest. Yes. And it's like she's been smoking cigarettes from the birth canal. Like, you know, it's like, (laughs) like like her sound matures so much that you can get so many different things out of her. Fantastic. I think that's. I would have put her on this mix too, but she's not on Spotify because she's friends with, uh, what's his face? Neil Young. Yeah. Whoa. That's so disappointing. Yep. I think you turned me on on my radio as like one of my favorite songs, and that's you put that on yeah. a mix for me, and yeah, I was like, one. "This is so beautiful." Mm-hmm. That is a bummer. Yeah, guys. Like, I think you can find like things where she's done like collaborations and stuff with people that are on Spotify, but her, she herself, I, is not on there. Don't you're just hurting your fans. <laughs> I mean, like her fans don't even download Spotify. Like, they're still listening to records. <laughs> That's fair. her fans are surprised she's still alive. If I were, yeah. <laughs> and she's like doing something now. Like she's she's gonna do like a a show. Yeah, yeah. I recently saw like some kind of news article about her being out and about, which I was surprised because the last thing I read about her, she was in the hospital, like so, a wheelchair. Yeah, yeah. Like, I'm gonna start watching her. Like, did the Queen? Yes. Like, when are you gonna? <laughs> <laughs> I need to be paying attention to the yeah. moment in history. Yeah. No, I I I really like that you put like this year is stealing all of our mammals. Like It is. <laughs> what like, else are they gonna take? Betty from White, us? Angela Lansbury, the Queen, like <laughs> all of our mammals are dead. <laughs> Like next, they're gonna take Joni Mitchell, <laughs> dude. Yeah, like they're they're on their way. Yeah, they're it's it's gonna happen. The shoe's gonna drop. Yeah, she would have been on here if had she been on Spotify for sure. That's fair. I was surprised. Like Joan Baez, I don't know if that's one that we've ever entertained. I don't think we've gotten into her, but we have talked about her quite a bit, especially yeah. in our I think in our Bob Dylan exploration. She's come up a lot. Yeah, like that would be one that could be like a future. Yeah, a future tunnel we could go down. I so. could be fun. Yeah. I like that. That works for me. And you follow Fleetwood Mac with I'm on Your Side by Nathaniel Rateliff in The Night Sweats. Yeah, this is another song that I hadn't heard until I started building the mix. Um, it's a good one. 
I've listened to this band before, but I had not heard this song. So, but when I did, I was like, oh, this is this is good. This is nice. I like the brass section in it. Yeah. It's not overly done. Yeah. 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 And they're, I don't know. He just, my shoulders and dancing. Yeah. He does this. <laughs> he makes me want to like wiggle my shoulders. Yeah. He's got kind of like a groovy, a groovy feel. Um, yes. But, uh, but I don't know. I feel like, I feel like his sound is very like. I don't know. Like, it's current without being, like... Trying too hard. Trendy. Yeah, I feel like it's almost like... You know what I'm trying to say? Zach Brown wishes. Uh, kinda. Right? Yeah. It's that, yeah, because it's it's that indie feel. Yeah. It's not overdone. It's not overplayed. It's not... Yeah. He's not... He's not walking around singing about chicken fried. Yeah, yeah. Right. It's like when you're listening to something that's mainstream and you're like, I want something that sounds like this, but right. not this. But not this. And then you go to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. He's a couple of degrees removed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I like that because I remember I had their first album and I listened to it all the time. And it, it's just like every song on it, I'm like, no, this is good. No, this is good. Yeah. No, this is good. <laughs> And I don't, under, and it was like, I'm, I didn't understand why not more radio play, but I was also so fucking grateful. Mm-hmm. Not more radio play. Yeah. Cause it kind of beats you over the head. It does. And it's like, you know, you get into like a specific groove. Like I, I like mid twenties, I think is when I started listening to them. And so like, every time I hear them, I'm like, oh yeah, <laughs> they exist. Oh, oh. <laughs> I remember that like feeling. It's always a pleasant surprise. It's like that feeling that you get where you're like, everything's going to be okay. Yeah. Right. And I'm having a good time and I'm happy. Yeah. They sound like happy. Mm-hmm. So that's what I like. And then I like that. I don't know. This is it's good. Like the last like four songs all just kind of really flow very nicely together that way with that. Because the message is like, you know, we're in this together. Yeah. It's all going to be OK. Yeah. We're in this together. Mm-hmm. And then you end this very, very nicely. Autumn Town Leaves by Iron and Wine. Oh, yeah. Iron and Wine had to be on here. Yes. They are. The best. Yes. <laughs> Especially when you're looking for something that's chill. Yes. Like, I got into Iron and Wine because when I was in high school, I was a spaz. <laughs> I still am kind of a spaz. But. Was it Ian? Yeah. One of my friends took me. Um, I was on, like, a shopping trip with them. They went to a record store. And he. Everybody's records. Yeah. Everybody's you don't have to downplay that. I talk about that record store. <laughs> okay. It's everybody's yeah, records. Everybody's records. Um, best record store uh, in Cincinnati. Yeah. Best so, records were in Ohio. Yeah. My friend took me there um, and it was like a group of us and we were walking through and he picked up an Iron and Wine CD and like shoved it at me <laughs> and was like, you need to calm down <laughs> here. Listen to this. Because I mean, at that point in time, I was very much like my chemical romance. Like, <laughs> I just want to go jump around and hit things. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to be doing like scissor kicks or whatever. You know? <laughs> I want to see blood. <laughs> and he's just like, you need to chill. Everything you need doesn't to have calm to calm down. Yeah. Like, relax. Not everything has to be this intense. Yeah. You can enjoy nice things. Lower yourself gently into a bath of warm water and shut the fuck up. <laughs> yeah. You did the same thing to me, though. You took me to everybody's records. Yeah. And then when we left, you didn't, you didn't like, hand me a CD, but you put them on my iPod. Mm-hmm. Like, it was like a, you need to chill the fuck out. Yeah. You're very loud all of the time. We all need to chill pill. <laughs> yeah. And I listened to them, and I remember just, like, it was one of those, I was like, okay, how do I do that? All lights off. I'll put my headphones on and I'll just lay in my bed. Mm-hmm. 
And I made it a thing. Like every night before bed, I'll listen to one album. Mm-hmm. And Iron and One was Iron and Wine was the first one. And it's, I don't remember the name of it. It's the one with like it was yellow and it had like the purple dog on the cover. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't remember the name of that one, but I know which one you're talking about. And so that one, and it's so just everything's going to be okay. Yeah, yeah. Every and you're okay. I'll meet you where you are. This yeah. is all great. Everything is fine. <laughs> Yeah, because that's like that's how the music feels. Like even though like the the lyrics and the storytelling might be a little like dark or bittersweet or something like that, when you're listening to it, you don't feel like you're in danger. <laughs> no, they they ease you into transition. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they do. They ease you into it. They it's very like it's a very like coddled. Yeah, like things yeah, are changing. It's like sometimes bad things happen, but that's not necessarily terrible. <laughs> and it and it's not your fault. <laughs> yeah. And I still love you. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Like the, any any traumatized person would really benefit <laughs> yeah. from downloading any iron and wine. Yeah, listen to some iron and wine and chill the fuck out. <laughs> I hate to I hate to to bring this back to you, but I also think iron and wine is on the on the Golden State soundtrack. Of course. You and Zach Braff would be friends. I'm just a douche. <laughs> I don't want to be friends with Zach Braff. Of course you are. That's why I love you. I am yeah, too. I know. <laughs> it's like a company. I try to keep my douchebaggery in check, but sometimes it just gets out. I know. <laughs> it's okay, though. Because me too. Yeah. yeah. As long as it's with you, it's fine. <laughs> Pinkies up. <laughs> Pinkies all the way. But no, I like that. And it's it's about like it's it's about the leaves. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's just, it's very, it, like, I hate to say vibes, but it's got the vibes. It's got the vibes. It does. I know. I feel like vibes is kind of overused, but it wasn't until recently. Yeah, and it's just, it's so hard to find another word right now. It is. Like, <laughs> because it just fits. It does. Like, it is appropriate. Like, I really hated when people were saying, that's a mood. Oh. Like, I didn't like that, but when people started saying vibes, I was like, oh, I'm on board with that. Yeah, or like aesthetic. Oh, yuck! I didn't like that either. I was not on My that. My brother said that a lot. <laughs> I like your aesthetic. Throat. I like your aesthetic. Ugh. Yeah, I remember like I remember being told that once when I had like my punky hair. Oh yeah, I really like your aesthetic, and I was like, "What the fuck does that even mean?" Yeah, like I'm sorry, what? I don't have an aesthetic. Yeah, this hair has not been washed for three days, so you like dirty things. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's like don't it's hug basically me. somebody saying like. You are a starter pack. Like, Ew. <laughs> you know? It, yes, it really is. Like, it is. Like somebody could just like sum you up into a starter pack and they like that aesthetic. Yeah. No. Yeah. I just felt like, don't hug me. You're going to smell the grunge yeah. that I am. Yeah. <laughs> it's not going to be good for you. Yeah. Anybody that says aesthetic uses hand soap a lot. Oh, yeah. That's very true. That just That's just what it feels like. And they get, like, they have really clean cuticles. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, like, bar soap. Yeah. That <laughs> <laughs> probably doesn't make any sense, but it feels right to me. It feels, no. It feels, I'm like, I'm like, it brings to mind the imagery of some of the people that used to tell me they like my aesthetic. Yeah. I'd go in there and I'd be like, I wish my bathroom was this clean. Yeah, it's usually somebody wearing a lot of brown and possibly a hat. <laughs> Corduroy. Yeah. They have like a hacky yeah, sack maybe somewhere. Maybe a velvet like blazer or something. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Yep. And like, you know, they wish that they could pull off an ascot, but they don't. Yeah. Yeah. Right? They don't even try. No. They, that's, that's too much of an aesthetic for them. <laughs> Overly done. I don't have my own aesthetic, but I really like yours. <laughs> yeah. I want to, like, bottle you up. Yeah. Like, they, they very much make me think of, like, oatmeal soap. Uh, 
You know? Yeah. Yeah. Made with goat's milk. Yeah. <laughs> They're very holistic. Uh, yeah. I yeah. know. But like if somebody tells you they like your aesthetic, that just means that they like your image, but not who you are, right? Like it's not. Yeah. Like I'm saying, a starter pack. Yeah. Like when you see all those memes about like, you know, oh, it's frat boy starter pack. Oh, like, God. There are certain things that go along with that uniform. Remember? You know? Yeah. There was the, the like, my dad's a lawyer shorts. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Those. that with the Sperry's. <laughs> yeah. Yep. And like the weird, like, like they would have dark blue button ups with anchors on them or something. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. that yeah. shit. That's yeah. an aesthetic. A lot of people that shop at like, you know, Ralph Lauren or Polo or like, uh, J. What Crew. Is that? Nautica. Yeah, Nautica. Yeah. That shit. That kind of stuff. See, no. All their some- girlfriends wear the North Face. <laughs> <laughs> They just look like an advertisement. Yeah, yeah, they do. That's an aesthetic. That's an aesthetic. I never had an aesthetic. If you look like an ad for a punk band, you you have an aesthetic. No, I never had an aesthetic. You I had didn't. a lifestyle. No. No, you didn't. <laughs> yes, I did. No. I tried to tell myself I did. I never went quite hard enough. Yeah, no. I think I, I did always have a limit. Yeah. On, on how much I could take, but <laughs> like, there's a line that I won't cross. There <laughs> is, and it normally comes down to like syringes. Yeah, <laughs> like you that's know. where I'm out. <laughs> yeah. I can bow out. <laughs> syringes actually cutting myself. No thanks. Thank you. Yeah, like I, I have a diary for that. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah, I get tattoos for that. <laughs> yeah, like I can go get a piercing. Yeah, it can be intentional, yeah. but I can pay for it. I can it. eat a whole chocolate cake and hurt just as much. Right. <laughs> And not puke it up. <laughs> yeah. It, I'll hate myself because I ate the cake. Yeah. But not enough to like regurgitate the cake. Right. Yeah. It's already in there now. <laughs> it, it, you might. I mean, like we went this far. We got to go the rest of the way. Yeah. There's that. Yeah. But anyway, Autumn Town Leaves definitely fits the <laughs> aesthetic of the, of the whole mix. <laughs> it's a, But it's a very nice like coffee like. Yeah, it is a very coffee shop song. Coffee shop. And no, the whole playlist is very like. I kind of want like whole bean coffee. Yeah, yeah. It's like you want a nice like windows open, smooth cup of smooth cup of Joe. <laughs> yeah, windows open. I want a quiet. Yeah, like you got you got your warm coffee, your cool breeze. You got your crocheted blanket across your lap. Yeah. Like yeah, that was the feeling. It came through. It also like soothed soothed the shit out of me because I had had like a rough couple of weeks at work, so I was just like wound tight. Yeah. And then I listened to this and I was like, oh. Yeah, that's like what I'm finding in a lot of my recent mixes lately is they're a lot calmer than they used to be. (laughs) 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 My spaz level has gone down. You listened to Iron and Wine. I did. And the advice of Ian. Yeah, maybe. And you calmed the fuck down. Uh, Yeah, it took a long time, but I calmed the fuck down a little bit. I think that's the wonderful thing, though, about gay men is like they can kind of see your future. Yeah. You know? It's like you will be chill, I promise. They're like, I like you, but this is your rough draft. Yeah. When your final draft comes through, you're going to really like that I told you to listen to this. Yeah. It's like, I I don't know. Like, we were were friends for such a short period of time, but I feel like he was able to look at me and be like, you will be okay eventually, I promise. Yeah. Like, I'm here for that. (laughs) Yeah. Let me help you. (laughs) It's like, you're a mess now, but underneath all that mess... There is this beautiful... Is somebody who's all right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you're proving that with all of these lovely mixes <laughs> that seem to, like, encapsulate what it's like to just be chill. Yeah. You know, just, yep. like, take it down a notch. Yeah, it's like, shit's quiet. It is. I mean, even when I listen to it, I don't I don't have my volume all the way up. It's kind of like a half, mm-hmm. 
it's a half volume kind of thing. And yeah. it's like you do other things like you, you know, you do whatever you're doing while you're listening to it. But it's also like because I'm listening to it, I can approach those things with a calmer state of mind. Mm-hmm. It's almost like yoga. Yeah. Right. Brain like, yoga. It is brain yoga. <laughs> this makes this very much like brain yoga. I'm very glad that you shared it with me. <laughs> yeah. So I think that's going to wrap us up. This is, I don't even know what episode number this is, but yeah, I'm really glad that you're here and Yay. that you, and that you came back <laughs> and I'm looking forward to our next one. Yeah. All right, man. Well, that's it. And, uh, thank you guys for listening and you should check the playlist out. I don't have a, a nice strong closer. This is why I need Ben. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, thanks guys for listening.